Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know. I don't know if I'm losing my voice or something, but this is the voice that we are rocking with today. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Everything and Nothing. Um, I am your lovely host, Jaden Scalise. Uh, I'm sorry, my voice is... Give me a minute. I need to figure this shit out. Okay, the voice is back. Um, I don't know what that was, but um, hi again. So, topic for today. Um, Most recently, well, okay, last week I put out an episode about competitive sports um, that obviously I really like talking about, but it was right after um, Roe v. Wade got overturned. And, you know, it got me thinking, why don't I do an episode on what it's like to be a woman or my experience as a woman or anything relating to being a woman? Um, so I thought that this week that could be our lovely topic. So, um, I mean, I don't really know how to start this. Uh, hey guys, I'm a woman. (laughs) Um, I don't know. We'll do a little intro. Um, I think that there are many pros and cons to being a woman. I personally love it. Well, (laughs) I want to go that far. Um, I don't even, what the fuck am I saying? I am a woman and I do like being a woman and I wouldn't want to change that. But there are many things um, that women have to face or women deal with that I don't really think is fair. Um, or it isn't, it just like isn't really talked about or men just don't realize it. So um, not to be like a hate all men podcast because this isn't what that is um but I do want to talk about some things um that I've experienced being a woman um yeah so let's just jump right into it um I'm not even going to touch on periods or paying for products that you literally need to survive um you know I didn't ask to bleed once a month for seven days but here we are um I'm not even going to go into that because I know that that makes some people uncomfortable. Um, and there are there are so many other things that I can talk about. So we're going to skip that. One thing I will add, birth control should be a real thing for men. Male birth control, you guys should start taking that shit. Because if, if we women are the only ones who have to take it, I'm not up for that. There's so many side effects that I just don't want to deal with. And I don't know why it should all fall on women. So men let's start, let's start taking the pill, you know, see, see how that goes. Um, (laughs) so first kind of like topic that I wanted to talk about is body image and like comparison between women, because I think that it is, I mean, obviously I can't speak for the experience of men. I'm only speaking for mine, but I think that women do have, I don't know, like a, a harder time dealing with body image and comparison um you know especially growing up in an age of social media you know I want to sound like a grandma being like oh fuck social media like you guys shouldn't be using that put your damn phone down um (laughs) that's that's not what I mean I'm just saying that social media is neither good nor bad it's it's just a thing that exists and it depends on your relationship with it basically um but I do think that for me um seeing so many different like 
girls on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all that shit. Um, definitely affected my, like, the view that I have of myself. Um, I know I talked about this kind of last week. Uh, me and Riley kind of touched on, like, comparison. Um, but I think it's definitely hard being in a sorority and living with so many girls and constantly comparing yourself every day. Um, but especially on social media, you know, and, and sometimes I don't even ask for it. Like I, I genuinely try to avoid compare, like not comparing myself. I mean, that's just a natural human thing that we do, but I try not to spend too much time focusing on, um, how this girl's body looks like in this picture compared to mine. But sometimes on like Instagram or any social media apps, you, you don't really have a choice. Like, ads just pop up and it's just some beautiful girls in a bikini that it's like an ad for a bikini or something and it just pops up you didn't ask for it you didn't follow this account it it just it just pops up and bam you're just hit with another like damn I don't look like that um so I don't know it comparison I feel like a lot of people preach, like, don't compare yourself. You're perfect the way you are, blah, 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 blah. It's just not realistic. Um, Everyone's going to compare themselves. Um, The best thing that you can do is, like, try to alter those thoughts to say, like, yeah, that person is very beautiful, but that doesn't mean that I'm not, you know? Like, you can appreciate other people's beauty and not take that out on yourself, like, just because some girl's pretty doesn't mean that means that you're not pretty. It's just, I don't know. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot that I would like to change about um, social media and body image and comparison. But I don't really want to get into that today because I think that that sounds, like, so <laughs> ew. Like, you would probably just stop listening at this point. Um, but yeah that we're gonna end that there with body image and comparison so on to like work and school um I have had um and I think a lot of women can speak to this but experienced a lot of I honestly would what I would I would call sexism um in school and work and you know, like stuff like that. I don't know. It's hard to avoid. And I wish it wasn't like that, but it is. Um, but backstory on me, I grew up obviously going to school, everything I was, I'm, I'm not going to brag and be like, I'm a fucking genius, whatever, but I, I'm pretty, I was pretty, well, I am still Kate (laughs) rephrase. Um, I was pretty smart in school, like growing up. Um, and You know, I never really, uh, I don't know, felt like I was different than any, like, guy in any of, you know, growing up in elementary school, probably. Not even in middle school. I didn't think that it was, like, oh, I'm being treated different than the other guys in my class. No. It, no. It just, that's not really how I felt, but I did start to notice it in high school. Um, And I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about that a little bit more if if my teachers did treat me differently um I don't know I I I think most of it that most of the sexism that I experienced was 
from guys in my class like actions towards me talking to me stuff like that um in high school I decided to take all the fucking AP classes that I could and because I'm crazy and like all of the accelerated honors whatever the fuck you want to call it um and you know that that's what I was accustomed to these are the people that like I was used to having in class but in high school it I started seeing how guys were treating me differently um in higher level classes um like I remember in what I want to say like sophomore year um there were just some guys especially in math classes or science classes I have to say in English like I no one questioned me like lovingly I'm a pretty good writer and I don't think that any guys treated me differently in English class because I knew what the fuck I was doing um not to say that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in math and fucking science I did but I feel like guys in those topics think that they're superior because you know women are more poetic and you know artistic and men are more math science logic straightforward shit um that's just a stereotype obviously but um in my math and science classes I obviously felt like I was being treated differently um it um there was one guy I'm obviously not gonna like say any names or anything but there's one guy in sophomore year math class and I ended up he was on like the honors AP like track shit you know not not like field track and field but like he was on the AP honors track throughout high school and um I remember in math class he would question every single thing that I did like say that we were partnered up for like an assignment that day everything that I did he would then question like are you sure are you sure that that's right like no I'll do it like I'll try it again like let me let me let me check your work and I'm like bro like I I know what I'm doing I like yes this is the right answer um that started to become more apparent to me in high school especially in those classes and this guy ended up being in like almost all of my classes like continuing on in high school so I was very familiar with what that felt like um but even going back to middle school I'm remembering um there was I had this one psycho English teacher honestly like everyone has that one middle school teacher that is just absolutely psychotic but she like I don't know what for she like didn't like me I don't know sometimes teachers didn't like me in school I have quite literally no idea why I don't think that I it was like anything like oh yeah I was definitely acting out or stuff like that I I don't understand why some teachers didn't like me but this one in particular really hated me um and she would praise this one guy in our class he would do the bare minimum put his name on the top of a piece of paper and she would probably carry him out the door and like have confetti and like (laughs) she basically just praised this guy um and even when um we were we had like an assignment due it was like write something in the style of like Edgar Allan Poe or something and I remember for mine I was really confident in it submitted the assignment and um I got 100% on it actually and I was really surprised that she'd given me that grade so when I walked into class the next day um 
all my friends it, w- it was kind of like a joke because we didn't know why the fuck she gave me 100 percent. like you know she usually didn't like me um so when I walked in with my friends they were like oh my god miss blah 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 like whatever her name was Jade got 100 percent. isn't that awesome and I remember she basically was like well no one's perfect <laughs> I'm sorry like I didn't I didn't even get like a wow Jaden that was a really good assignment like good job keep it up I literally was just like well no one's perfect <laughs> even though she had given me 100% but then when when this guy walked in oh my god she was like oh my god your assignment was so good like I loved it blah blah blah, blah. I don't know what grade he got but um yeah that <laughs> I don't know I do remember that from middle school um <laughs> Uh, so funny um but going back to high school uh obviously this kind of like men questioning me um not knowing if I was right uh even though I was very confident in my abilities to like you know perform in the class um I was always questioned and I kind of that became the norm for me like knowing that I was going to have to defend all of my work no matter what because you know if if it was a guy partnering with another guy it would probably be like yeah no like yeah that's definitely right answer like yeah that that looks legit to me but it was be I felt like it was because I was a girl that when I did do a calculus problem or a you know AP bio assignment or something and was paired up with a guy it was just I had to work twice as hard to prove that I had the same credibility as a man um and (laughs) that's not that's not good that is really not good because that obviously carries over into your career and how the how our entire society is set up and all that shit um so the first time that I saw it in work um was probably last year I worked at the Y um, as a summer camp counselor, and I loved my job. I did. I truly did. I love the kids. I love working with kids. Um, it was. It's my favorite job that I've had so far. Um, but <laughs> there was – so we're camp counselors, and then above us are program coordinators called PCs. And we had this one program coordinator, and he was honestly an asshole, like complete asshole. Um, and very openly, blatantly misogynistic. Um, you know, he would send, like, if, if I had to go do something, if I had to go get something out of, like, the storage bins or something, and, like, he saw me, he was like, oh, take, like, take, like, Jack with you, or just some, like, random guy. And I was like, no, like, I got it, dude. Like, I can, I can carry a fucking bucket, or I can carry a bin. But he would always, like you know, he would send like a guy to help you or something. And what pissed me off even more was I would be doing an absolutely fantastic job as a counselor. Honestly, they don't give YMCA camp counselors enough credit because you basically take care of those kids like eight hours straight. Like it's not like they give you like a plan or they're like, oh, here's what you're going to do every hour. No, you have to make all that shit up on your own and keep all the kids in line and entertained and discipline kids who are acting out and call parents. So I was obviously doing a lot of work and 
I had kids who were very happy and like their parents would call and say, oh my gosh, like little so-and-so is having just so much fun at your camp. Like can't wait to come back every day. I felt very accomplished. And it was funny because I never got really like this, this male um, program coordinator didn't really say like, oh, Jane, you're doing a great job, whatever. But oh my God, if, if one of the guy camp counselors moved a traffic cone out of the way when a car was going by, damn, that was, he's fucking Michelangelo. Like he is Albert fucking Einstein, like praise, like, oh my God, great job today, dude. Like you did so good. And it just like, it, it was just so obvious and it just didn't make any sense. Um, and even like, um, when, I would do something wrong maybe I like forgot to check some kid's name off for attendance or something you know I like he would come over and be like hey you didn't do this do better next time whatever completely normal like getting corrected at work for doing something but it was funny because whenever the guys made a mistake he would like laugh it off and be like ah classic whatever the kid's name was ah classic like he's so funny like man he's such a rad dude like ah he's just he's just making a mistake totally fine (laughs) and I was like is is anybody else here seeing this like it was just so obvious that he favored the guys at camp even though we were doing the exact same fucking job um yeah, that's that's when I that's when I really saw it in work. Um but going back to school, um when I got to college, that is that's when I mean I obviously experienced um some sexism in high school, but college was college classes was where I was like, "Oh damn, like this is so this is going to be the rest of my life." Um it was just, you know, I'm, I'm a STEM major. Um, I love take, like I've taken like chemistry, biology, like I've taken all that shit. Um, and they're really hard classes, like genuinely pretty fucking hard. And I thought I was doing pretty good. Like I genuinely got pretty good grades and was really proud of myself for that. But when it came to labs where, you know, I, I had, I didn't have chemistry lab because it was online that year, but, um, I had bio lab last year and there, obviously I, it, I was paired up with a lab partner, random, didn't know who it was. And, um, I took an entire year of biology. So three separate classes for the entire year, but I had a lab in each one of them. And I was usually paired up with a guy, you know, it, honestly STEM courses are predominantly dominated by men um it's just a fact (laughs) um so more often than not I was paired with a guy for a lab that day and just like in high school every single thing that I did in lab I would be questioned about um like oh are you sure you want to do that like are you sure you like did you read the instructions Like, should we cut that leaf? Are you sure you need to cut that leaf? Like, here, I'll do it. I can cut it. And it's just like, at that point, I'm like, dude, I fucking know what I'm doing. Like, can you just like step off for a minute? But if it was, if it was a guy having another guy partner, that didn't happen. I saw it. I saw other guys working together and it was like, they were equals. 
but when I was paired with a guy, it was like double checking every move I make, um, asking if I need help, uh, you know, stuff like that, where I'm just like, dude, like, I get it. Maybe you feel <laughs> I'm I'm just being <laughs> I'm just being critical now. But like, maybe you just feel insecure. So you feel the need to, you know, micromanage me. But I, it's just it's so obvious that women were treated differently in here. Yeah, college has been definitely an eye-opening experience, especially in science classes um, and labs showing me that I need to work two times harder just to prove myself to a man. If I'm working with another girl completely, it's just, it's respect both ways. It's like, you got this, like, you know, I'm not going to double check your work. Like, I trust you on that. Or it's it's not the constant questioning or overbearingness like oh I should do that like let me help you like stuff like that it's because we're we're seen as equals to each other and I view like a man if I'm lap partners with a guy I view him as an equal to me it's not like I'm like oh man fuck man he's he's lower than me like I'm gonna look down on him no like I see him as as an equal but he obviously does not see me as an equal so it, it's just. You know, I, I used to be really mad about it and now I feel like it's sad because I've come to terms with it that this is just how the world works and I'm just going to have to do this. <laughs> so it's not it's not a matter of like putting up a poster saying like support your female classmates and men are like, oh shit, I, I have to do that. Like, yeah, no, it's it's just like how how we were all like raised we grew up thinking this men grew up probably unconsciously thinking this too and again I'm not going to speak on any man's experience if any guys out there want to hit me up and tell me like hey no you were wrong about this point totally fine I accept the fact that I'm not an expert in this but I'm just saying from my own experiences and especially in like the career that I want to pursue if I want to be a doctor, I know that every time I walk into a room with a patient, they're going to think I'm the nurse. And I've talked to residents who are in hospitals working who are female. And they say it happens every time. Like, I know that every time I'm going to walk in and be called a nurse and I'm going to say, no, I'm actually your doctor. And some older men will be like, no, I want I want a male doctor. Like, I, I don't want you as my doctor. And they just accept it. Like, they they just understand that it's just part of life which it shouldn't be you know like if I worked the same amount as a man I would even say that women do work twice as hard just to get the same degree or whatever if I work twice as hard as a man to become a doctor I want to be respected at least as equal like I don't want to be questioned all the time if I'm competent enough to be making decisions and you know I haven't I'm obviously not there yet in my life to like experience that in a hospital or at a doctor's office but I know it's gonna happen um and it is honestly discouraging like it makes me think you know I'm gonna have to work twice as hard do I really want to do this um and it shouldn't fucking be like that so that's my thought on that yeah <laughs> okay um moving on to another topic 
I don't want this to, again, sound like a fuck men, like, episode. Because it's not. Um, well, <laughs> um, it, it's not. Um, but I do really want to talk about how, like, the effect that men do have on women um, that they don't really realize. Or how we how we feel around men that and they don't realize it um let's say you are walking down the street by yourself grabbing a cup of coffee whatever if I'm a man I'm like yeah I'm gonna go get that cup of coffee sounds great but if I'm a woman I'm walking down the street being like oh man who the fuck's gonna cat call me this time like there there's there's just things that um, a part of everyday life that women have to deal with um, that don't seem like a big deal, but they take a toll on you over time. Like every time I go to a gas station without fail and I get out of my car pumping my own gas, I will see like at, at least one man is looking at me and not in a, not in a like glancing, hey stranger, like look no they're looking at me and I feel extremely uncomfortable but I'm not gonna go over and say hey dude stop looking at me because I'm scared that that's going to create like a hostile situation where he could then you know attack me or like cuss me out or whatever so I just suck it up and I deal with it and I'm like yeah this man's looking at me whatever what's new I deal with this every day and that just alone is enough to send some people like off the edge where they're like you know what like some women like don't want to go out anymore because they don't want to be catcalled because they don't want to be stared at because they're afraid of what a guy will do if you say no to them or reject them like if if I'm out at a bar or something and a guy comes up and is like hey starts talking blah blah blah. then it's like hey like let me get your number and then if you're like nah like no thanks that's okay then like they'll probably start getting angry honestly and if they're like well why not we just spent like 20 minutes talking like what do you mean you're not gonna give me your number it's just and you're like no dude like sorry like no that's not gonna happen it's funny because if that was a man talking to another man like hey bro what's up like let's chat Hey, can I get your number? Like to just like text or something. If a guy's like, yeah, no, like I'm not really cool with giving my number out to strangers, then the guy would be like, yeah, like no problem, dude. Like I'll just catch you next time. But it's it's just so different. And it just makes me feel like men always think that women owe them something. Again, men, correct me if I'm wrong. But in our perspective as women, it feels like men think that we owe them something, you know, going on a date. Say that this guy asked you on a date. He's like, hey, let's go out. I'm going to take you out to dinner, blah, 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 pays for your dinner. Then you're like, OK, well, let, let's leave. And if he's like, what, I didn't get a kiss, then you're like, no, you know, like you don't have to give that man a kiss. You don't have to do anything you don't fucking want to. But because he paid for your dinner, he's expecting that you get that he gets something out of this, that it, it's that it's like a transaction, not just a mutual interest, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me. 
or I remember one time um I this was like I don't know maybe my freshman year I remember I had hung out with this guy a couple different times liked him whatever had fun hanging out you know, I didn't I didn't know what I wanted out of this you know we were just getting to know each other but after we had hung out a couple times I remember I was I was over like at his place hanging out and then it and then he asked the question like so when are you gonna sleep over and I'm like what the fuck like no I, I literally was like never like <laughs> which is so funny because like looking back you know I probably shouldn't have said that 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 probably hurt a little bit but I was I was just like I think it was just like a, a shocked response of like dude the fuck you like feel so privileged that you're just gonna ask me so when are you gonna sleep over it I don't know it just rubbed me the wrong way and I didn't really like that um and I started to notice after that that any I don't know guy that I had an interest in or had hung out with before in the back of my head I was always scared that he was gonna say so you want to come back to my place or when are you gonna sleep over or you know anything like that I was just it just became like a thing in my head which honestly discouraged me from <clears throat> hanging out with a lot of different guys um and it shouldn't be like that lovingly that shouldn't that shouldn't be a thing it should be a mutual consent type thing where you both have expressed interest and you're like hey like are you cool like if you you could spend the night if you want totally fine if not no pressure anything like that but no it it was it felt like a, a privileged point to say so when are you gonna sleep over I don't know that is just and I know so many so many other um girls have way worse stories than I do about this um it <laughs> gonna be honest don't have that much experience out in the dating world so I'm probably the worst person to ask <laughs> Um, but just from my little, little smidge of experience, it has been pretty bad. And, you know, there was another time that I was hanging, I, again, was hanging out with a guy, really liked him. Um, I actually like called him because I was really upset or, um, I, yeah, something had happened. I was really sad and upset. And I remember I was like, I'm, I'm going to come over, you know, I just needed someone to be there for me. And, um, you know, I went over, picked him up or something and we were hanging, we were just, you know, I was, I was crying. <laughs> um, and I just needed the support from somebody else. And, you know, he did, his, he, he was like, yeah, I'm so sorry that happened. Blah, blah, whatever. Then he just starts to try to pull a move on me and I'm like dude what the actual fuck is your problem I came to you because I was sad and I genuinely wanted company and comfort and now you're trying to turn this into something that you can gain out of it like you're fully just trying to pull a move on me while I'm crying to you which I just mm, this is just <laughs> such a common experience um and I think that it, it, that's just become my norm now. So I expect that. 
And I expect that treatment from men. And I know that it sucks because there are some really great guys out there. Guys that I have met who I call really good friends who I'm like, you are really, really great. You're a great person. And I loved hanging out around you. But the view that I have now on the general population of men has just been so tainted by my own experiences with guys that I feel bad for feeling this way because I know that it it this doesn't include the guys that I have friendships with like you know it I don't know there's there's not much else to say about honestly it makes me kind of sad um that I feel this way but I've never seen like anything really different except for a few rare guys that I do have a lot of respect for yeah um so I I started this out by saying like say that you're walking down the street to get a cup of coffee and I was gonna leave I was gonna go off on something with that but I guess I just really needed to talk about uh how I can't really trust men um but you know whenever I walk down the street or uh someone stops me to say like hey I really like your outfit today if it's a guy then I immediately think that it was like a gross comment whether or not he had just genuine intentions to say hey I really like your outfit today or if he was you know trying to say like damn you look good today like whatever I just interpret it the second way because I don't know I'm I have been walking down the street and multiple times I can't even tell you how many times and guys from their cars or guys walking down the street or you know on the opposite side of the street just saying like hey what's up can I get your number like damn you looking good like it's just what compels you to say that what compels you to say that that you are so entitled thinking I can get this girl's number. I'm just going to tell that she looks good today. No. Uh-uh. When I see a guy walking down the street who I think is really attractive, I'm not like, yo, dude, you're hot as fuck. Let me get your number. Like, I don't I do not do that. But I guess, like, some men just feel so entitled that they can make any comment they want about a woman that they see walking down the street and think that it's okay. When it's not. Like, honestly... If, if that's your move to try to get a girl's number, don't do it. Because I promise you, she hates it. Like, she genuinely is like, ew, gross. Never want to talk to that guy again. <laughs> it, I don't know. It just makes me scared of men. Um, yeah, it, I just, it's a fear now. So, <laughs> um, moving on to college and Greek life. What's it like being a woman in Greek life? Um, it's hard, honestly. Um, I think that obviously Greek life in general. If you listen to my Greek life episode, you know I have a lot of very strong opinions on it. But um, especially at college and Greek life, being a woman is really hard because the way that I have heard men talk about girls at a party or even I'm friends with them and they're just talking about a girl that they saw it literally is disgusting 
the way that they would talk about a girl. And it's just like offhanded comments that they're saying in front of me. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I wouldn't care about what they're saying. They're saying like, oh yeah, she, she's fine. Like, dude, she's got a great ass. Like, and I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I don't really talk about guys like this. I'm going to be honest. Like if I saw some guy that I liked, it was probably, I'd be like, yeah, he's really cute. Like, but we also talked and I really liked that he had, that he talked about this and this, you know, like I'm not just sitting there like, and like looking at them, objectifying them and then making my own, I don't know, assumptions off of that. Mm. Greek life just allows this to happen in so many, it, it, it gives the space for a lot of guys to have this dialogue and think that it's okay. Um, which just perpetuates, you know, objectification, rape culture, everything. Um, and speaking of that, um, you, a lot of times in Greek life say that a guy made you uncomfortable. Um, are you going to report that? I don't know. Maybe not. Honestly, most times you won't because you know that nothing will happen. Um, Greek life is known to, especially fraternities, have been known to, I don't want to say protect sexual assaulters, but not do enough to prevent that from happening. Um, I remember last year there was a guy who um, sexually assaulted a girl and who I who I know um, and this went it got you know rumors get around whatever and basically when this got brought to the attention of the fraternities like president or whatever um, and he was like okay we'll review the case who who the fuck's gonna review the case a bunch of 20 year old guys no like first of all that's probably not the most conducive way to handle sexual assault but what was even worse is that when the like possibility of this guy getting dropped was like floating around out there the other guys in his pledge class like said no if you drop him we're all dropping like, we, be- we believe him. Like, he's a good guy. He didn't do this. We're all dropping if you drop him. Meanwhile, the girl who was completely a victim and now a survivor of that assault is sitting there like, wow, no one gives a shit about me. Like, these guys don't give a shit about me because they're saying they believe that their friend didn't do anything wrong. It just, it honestly blows my mind because I know that there's a new culture coming of believing the woman believe the victim believe whoever was sexually assaulted men man or woman whatever but still it's it's just heartbreaking to watch because I saw the effect that that had on not only her but the people around her and the girls in other sororities and stuff it it's just it's like oh wow they really don't give a fuck about us I don't know this is obviously a very deep problem that has (laughs) 
lot of different origins and is very deeply rooted and you can't just solve it with one like poster that says like stop sexual assault or one like programming talking about the signs of sexual assault you know like that's not going to change shit but I think pointing it out now like I want to make other people aware to show how much it actually really fucking happens and how much it actually really sucks and takes a toll on other women whether or not it, it they were directly affected by this or not and it I don't know I I feel like I don't know if it's ever going to change. So not to be a Debbie Downer over here, but yeah, it's been, it's been pretty hard. Okay. Another topic. (laughs) This is actually a funny one because I did research on this. You know me, love a good research, science, any, anything, getting data, whatever. Um, friendships. So women having friendships with men this is a really interesting topic because there have actually been scientific studies on it which of course I read um but I also just wanted to get the opinions of my own friends and people around me other like women other guys whatever and the question posed was can you have a completely platonic relationship with someone of the opposite gender. And this has very differing answers. Um, I'm going to pull up the study really quick so I can read this. Okay, I have the study up, but let's start with what um, I found with talking to other girls that I know, obviously. So I had a little poll and I asked, can can women have a strictly platonic friendship with a guy? Like, from a woman's perspective, can you have a strictly platonic friendship with a guy? 100% of the votes said, yes, you totally can. And then a follow-up question. Are guys friends with girls they are attracted to? From the woman's perspective, obviously. Again, 100% of the answers said yes. So, I, you know, I don't... (laughs) I don't have a big pool of men that I can just send this poll out to. Um, So I don't know how the men around me feel. But based on what the girls that I know say, I would have to agree with them. And I was thinking, hmm, maybe I could get some more information on this. Looked it up, found a study, like I said. So let's read this study, guys, because it is extremely interesting. So this is a study done by the... Uh, a scientific journal called scientific american the author of the article is um in the department of psychology at harvard so you know this shit's credible um (laughs) so the basis of the study um was to quote investigate the viability of truly platonic opposite sex friendships so they had the a pair of like two people, one guy, one woman, um, and come in who said that they were plur- purely platonic friends. And they separated them, had them take an anonymous survey, answering questions about their platonic relationship with each other. And the results were very different. When I say 
When I say very different, I mean like drastically different. So the results (laughs) basically said that men were much more attracted to their female friends than vice versa, basically. It also found that men were also more likely than women to think that their opposite sex friends were attracted to them. (laughs) So to put it in simpler terms, this study found that not only are men more attracted to their female friend, but they also believe that the attraction is mutual. <laughs> without 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 even like consulting the other person. And this this is from a study with platonic friends and they're saying this. Um continuing on. Another part of the article said Men's estimates of how attractive they were to their female friends had virtually nothing to do with how these women actually felt and almost everything to do with how the men themselves felt. So basically, they assumed that there was an attraction that was mutual, but they were they literally had no evidence to support that. They just believed it. This is why I have a hard time. I, I mean, not a hard time, but having a friendship with a guy and feeling like it is purely platonic because I've had times where I thought that this was a purely platonic friendship and turns out it wasn't. And I know this has happened to so many people, so many, so many people. Continuing with the study, um, it said that women were blind to basically how these men were feeling because the females in the study generally were not attracted to their like male platonic friend that they came into the study with so they assumed that this lack of attraction was mutual so the women who came in with their male platonic friend were like nah don't find him attractive so it must be mutual but that's just (laughs) That is just so not the case. And honestly, like I can I can see that in like my own past that I definitely miss that or underestimated that or whatever. But what's funny is the study found that men were also more willing to act on this mistakenly perceived mutual attraction, which is very true from my own experience, from other people's experience you get you get the you know you have a guy best friend for a while you hang out you trust them you have so much fun with them then one day they say you done like hey I've been meaning to talk to you about this and you're like fuck I promise you every girl has some type of story like this and this isn't this isn't to point at men and be like haha you guys suck or like this is all your fault no it's just this is how we're obviously wired and a fucking scientific study proves that this is actually a thing. So when you hear like a guy say, no, like I, I think I can have a purely platonic friendship with a girl. Maybe they believe that, but honestly, the science is showing something different. (laughs) Um, Like I found in the poll and that I made, you know, 
and the results of this study found that men are friends with people that they find attractive and that alone just adds some kind of like element of I don't know call it sexual tension or whatever but the possibility of something else happening and because that's happened like multiple times in my past and other people's past it makes me hesitant to form a friendship with a guy because one I'm scared that I'll just let them down and maybe I don't want to say break their hearts because I don't want to sound like I'm some fucking like womanizer out here saying like yeah I break men's hearts no but I, I'm afraid that I'll hurt them because I don't feel the same way which is completely fine if you do not feel the same way about another like a guy who you're friends with what sucks is their response to that because they can either say hey no hard feelings let's still be friends you know could you do the friendship I that's great that's a great response but from my experiences it almost always ends in the friendship stopping even if the guy says yeah no problem we can still be friends no it'll it'll just end up stopping it won't be the same I don't know um even though like the this guy or whoever admitting like feelings for me didn't change my own perspective on him I wasn't like oh like no I don't want to be friends with you anymore because that's weird no it didn't change shit for me but it did for him or the other people who I'm like talking about so it, it changes the friendship which is so weird and so doesn't have to happen and it's just funny that there was a fucking scientific study collected on like that collected data on this what's also I'll just add like one more point to this that it says although women seem to be genuine in their belief that opposite sex friendships are platonic men seem unable to turn off their desire for something more and even though both genders agree overall that attraction between platonic friends is more negative than positive males are less likely than females to hold this view so it's basically saying that men are more likely to say that attraction in a platonic relationship is a good thing like a positive out of the relationship than women are to say the same thing about men um it just points out like the very different mindsets like men and women have going into friendships so i'm not saying that like yeah fuck men never gonna be friends with them again no this is just like this is interesting stuff i would love to know the psychology behind it but this is just interesting stuff and i thought that it could be you know food for thought guys thank on it a little it's kind of cool information um (laughs) so this was supposed to be just kind of about um a what it's like to be a woman and blah 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 but I think this turned into kind of more of a like women's relationship with men type of episode. I obviously wanted to talk about Roe v. Wade, but this episode's already an hour long and I kind of would rather save that for another time that I could go into it. Um, but yeah, this was definitely taking another a different turn than I thought. Um, 
Okay. I think I'm going to end it there, guys. Sorry if this seemed really, um, <laughs> like, down, like a super depressing episode or whatever. And again, I want to say that this is not a fuck men episode. This is just pointing out experiences that I've had that other women have had about their experiences with men. So don't come for me, please. I mean, you can if you want to, but like, I don't know. I don't think it's warranted. So, um, I also, oh, I forgot. I forgot to mention. I know I talked about female and male a lot here because that's just what is like the easiest for me to talk about. But I also recognize that there are plenty of non-binary people who experience the same thing. I know that there are plenty of transgender people who experience the same thing. I'm just speaking from my own experience of me, a woman with another man. So that again, pointing that out. Um, so yeah, I guess this is the end of the episode. Um, this was very interesting. I honestly didn't really realize I had so much to talk about. Um, but you know, if you guys want to want to chat with me about this, you can obviously DM me again, plugging my Instagram at Jaden Scalise. DM me if you want. We can talk about this. I also wanted to start doing like a Q&A type of section at the end of these. So I might start posting like something on my Instagram stories saying like any questions for like this week, this week's episode or something where it doesn't have to do with the topic. You can just like ask me like a question that you want me to like talk about or answer or whatever. Like you could just say, I don't know, like this I really like this guy and I don't know what to do blah 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 blah, and I can like talk about it I don't know that I think that would just be kind of fun so anyway it's gonna start that too um thank you all for listening I really appreciate it if you made it this far again thank you very much I know these episodes have been pretty long recently but I got a lot of shit to say so um anyways if there's anything you want me to talk about next time any suggestions again dm me I'm very open to suggestions. So um, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye.